Welcome to the Keep Calm and Pea Glitter podcast. First, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never, ever, ever, ever miss an episode. Hi, I'm Nerissa, aka The Calm Coach, a business, sales and empowerment coach and an ambassador for those living with chronic illness. And I'm Nikki, an intuitive, spiritual and business coach for woo-loving women who want to change the world from pea glitter everywhere. This is a heart-led, far from perfect, honest and funny, real-life reflection on life and business. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Insta. Keep calm, be glitter. Hello and welcome to episode two. We're here talking all about mindset today. Nerissa's going to kick us off. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> mindset is something that like people groan at, don't they, when they say, oh, you need to keep a positive mindset and, and you're not feeling too good at the time. You just think, oh, really? Come on. I mean, how realistic is that? Is it realistic? It's like I roll saying, like, I, I suffer with really bad facial leakage. So my face says, fuck off. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like, you cannot, you just, when I used to sit in meetings at work, and uh, it was just obvious, it'd be like, Marissa, come on. <laughs> Your face is telling you a different story than what your mouth says. Yeah, I'd be told after being uh, in the, the fifth lot of training on how to coach, you know, go in with a positive mindset. I'd be like, oh, I could just be out actually getting work done. But yeah. it was very difficult being in a um, role for quite so long because you're in there with new people that didn't need that training. So I guess the mindset was just be there as a support for others. But I didn't know anything about mindset really until I mean, if you look at like we're both in our forties, aren't we? So yeah, I think I discovered it about twenty years ago. Like little self help books were like floating around, but my first husband, um, just anything positive that I had, he was like, "Oh, what are you reading that shit for? People think you're a weirdo and things like that." So wow. we're just sort of secretly, <clears throat> secretly read it. And looking back now, it's because didn't want me to escape um but I think it was only really like 10 years ago maybe that I started really realizing and like after I'd had about six bouts of depression and anxiety and was on tablets and everything and then started reading more about how it's all about what you think and I did eye roll I was like oh, it's you know it's your body it's just what happens it's just life yeah. life's just like that it's supposed yeah. to be hard you know and all the shit that you just spiel off and you've never thought about why you say those words or where they've come from yeah and I was like oh, who who's whose is that and that was like it was really during lockdown that I got a good a good I don't know chunk of time to go inwards and really look at stuff and look at like limiting beliefs and where all they come from but um mindset is everything and like gratitude is my absolute go-to. Um, it just changes everything for me. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, we're all human, aren't we? And we all have shit days. And I think it's very unrealistic and not even healthy to expect for us to feel happy every day and be smiley every day and do all the things because that's not normal. Um, you know, 90% of the time I am peeing glitter and farting rainbows and all that chisel, but there are days when I feel down and it's okay because if we know that all emotions are equal 
and that it's okay for us to feel shit one day because that emotion, that feeling is just as important as feeling happy. It just doesn't feel as good. But we move through the scale, don't we, of all the emotions um, every single day because we're human and we we feel it. But sometimes if we don't look at stuff, that's when stuff builds up and that's when it can lead to a big problem. I think if we're not safe or free or allowing ourselves to express how we're really feeling and, and what we're thinking and, you know, what's going on, then all of a sudden, you know, it's the straw that broke the camel's back and you're just fucked and you're like, oh, okay, I really should have sorted that out. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be the big things, though, does it? I mean, some of this can, like the stuff you're talking about there, obviously is a buildup of a lot of years conditioning and limiting beliefs coming in but mindset can just be about things that are in the moment can't it I mean all right let's take last week as an example Nick you weren't very well were you no I was a potato and I was so frustrated with myself yeah (laughs) and I just had to surrender to it because I didn't have a brain cell in my head it was full of pink fluff and and I was a potato because I just had like this cold flu cough mange thing that just made me stop and it Um, is frustrating when you get ill isn't it so (laughs) frustrating and I think um I think I said to you something like it's all right you're going to get better just think about right now you're not very well but it's short term you're going to get better and I, I think I talked about my illness didn't I and just you know think about the fact that you're really feeling rubbish right now but in a week's time you're going to feel like a new person whereas when you've got a chronic illness it goes on and on and on for month after month after month it made me have to bring stuff in (laughs) I moan an ass when I was talking to you (laughs) when you were like so yeah so you're not very good at being ill are you and I was like no I don't like it it doesn't mean because I go 100 miles an hour and I love it. And I love like doing this and doing that and being here and being there. When I can't, I get really frustrated and pissed off. And you were like, imagine having a chronic illness that lasted for you know a long time. And I was like, no, no. So what <laughs> Just... came in then? I mean, that was gratitude, wasn't it? I'm so oh, grateful that I haven't got a chronic illness. Absolutely. Actually, it's just a cold. <laughs> a bad one, a really bad one. But or or the dreaded C word, who knows? But yeah. It's like stop moaning look at look around it's okay who do you work for me can you have time off yeah have you moved your appointments yeah okay well go and sit and be a potato and just like pootle around and and I did slow down and like even yesterday Saturday on Saturday I was like right tomorrow I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and I've got a free day and I haven't got anything booked in and blah 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 do you know what I did I watched Ghostbusters 1 and 2 the minions and Bumblebee nice (laughs) brilliant I just sat and cooked the roast dinner I didn't put my makeup on I stayed in my comfies all day I'm just like pootled round and did bits and that is pure happiness and gratitude for me and just like yeah. going giving yourself permission because I think this is a part of mindset as well but we push ourselves and we push ourselves and we feel like we should I hate that word be going a million miles an hour all the time when actually especially as women we have cycles don't we yeah so we need we need to slow down at certain times and especially when we're poorly but yeah we need are- to lean into that moment and how we feel and have that acceptance and it's that it's that phrase isn't it that phrase you taught me actually which is oh she says oh you're exactly is- what you're supposed to be 
everywhere. Yeah, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. Exactly that. Um, and I think as soon as you realise that, you go, okay, that's fine. Because, that's you know, in this happen. moment, I'm here. I mean, I, I sort of started my mindset um, experience with lots of, like, stuff from corporate, I guess. So I had a chart put in front of me with growth versus fixed mindsets. <laughs> now, it's all the same, really. <laughs> the, the face, I wish, you, I wish you could see Nikki's face right now. She looks like she's going to be sick. <laughs> um, but it's all, it's all the same stuff, you know. I mean, being in a fixed mindset is I'm going to do what I've always done. But then again, if you do what you've always done, then you get what you've always got don't you so growth mindset is all about the possibility i guess that things may change and you may be able to do things differently so my experience with mindset is very much around goal setting and what is possible in life um and that has translated massively into my business into how i coach people uh, but also in my wellness journey as well because um you know a, an awful lot of, uh, came from not just being in corporate but also the stress management courses that I've been on as well in my life uh, to overcome colitis which is and, and when you put the two together wow it's like a superpower isn't it yeah yeah so that's you know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be it's in my book and it comes from two places so my mum always used to say it <clears throat> to me because I used to run around like a knobhead and she'd be like well you just sit down for five minutes do you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be you don't need to rush through life and I'd be like yeah yeah and then I was reading something about the twin towers and it was saying about how the people um who were late for work who got stuck in traffic missed their flight the baby was sick on their uniform so they had to get changed some guy got off the train and bought a plaster because he bought new shoes and his, his foot was hurting and all these people that were like somehow delayed in getting to work that morning survived the Twin Towers disaster because they were exactly where they were supposed to be. And even though they were late and they were rushing and they were pushing. And I, I said it to a guy yesterday. We, I was in home bargains in the queue and there was this man and he was like, oh, fucking hell, only three tails on. And I went, well, you're a bundle of joy, aren't you? And he just laughed at me. I thought this is <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I went, we just got chat and I said, are you in a rush? And he went, no, I'm just moaning. And I was like, okay, because I thought you can go in front of me because I wasn't in a rush. And then um, we just got chatting and I said, you know, I read somewhere once that all the people in the Twin Towers and I told him the story and he went, well, you're a bundle of joy, aren't you? <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. So you tried to fix someone in the queue at Home Bargains. Brilliant. It's one of my favourite stories and I share it with people all the time. Like that woman who was tapping her foot on the co-op. Fucking hell, fucking hell. And I was like, and bless him, there was a, there was a special needs guy who works in our co-op and he was on the till and he chats to everyone. He probably doesn't get to speak to many people. He clearly lives on his own. So works like his everything and he gives it everything, you know. And she was proper tapping her foot at him. And I was like, do you know? And I told her and she eye-rolled me. <laughs> wow. I was like, Sometimes, oh. though, the people have got to be ready to receive this information. So if you're listening to this today and you're ready to receive, then great. 
because there's definitely things that you can do to improve your mindset. Um, but what I've found, I've got, um, here's an example. So obviously a lot of the work that I do is around chronic illness and mindset is huge when you've got a chronic illness uh, because if you let yourself go into that deep, dark hole, well, that's it. You, you know, you just can't, there's just no coming back sometimes. So, yeah, Nikki is absolutely wetting herself laughing here and I'm trying not to laugh. I've got the, the sense of humour of a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> she does. She Sorry. does. Sorry, I'm not very professional. And I, re I remember being in hospital incredibly ill with colitis and all they wanted to talk to me about, all the, all the consultants kept saying was, you are very, very close to surgery. Surgery is looking like it's going to happen for you. You are going to lose your large intestine. It was incredible ne negative talk to me. And I remember very distinctly taking the control back and saying, okay, so if you continue these conversations and I'm not writing it off and, you know, I need time to accept that. But if you continue telling me this and make me believe that that's the way I'm going to go, then that is the way I'm going to go. So you need to back off now. And I, I started visualizing myself healing and I did loads of meditation while I was in hospital, put my headphones in and literally visualized having my entire friends and family all around the bed and each one of them and this sounds a bit a bit gross but it isn't really because I didn't really each one of them had a section of my large intestine to heal so they would have the hands on my stomach and I'd be like right heal that bit heal that bit okay thank you yeah that feels better and I would do that so often and I just kept standing in the future and thinking, this isn't going to be forever. I am going to come out of this. If it's not my time for surgery, then I'm not going to have surgery. And I am going to get better. Um, and lo and behold, they started listening to me in the hospital, stopped talking about surgery to me. And I got myself to a point where they considered putting me onto um, a rescue therapy drug, which is what they ended up doing, and booted me out of hospital. And the difference from being in hospital in that environment and my mindset to coming home, it was like 24 hours I started get, getting better, which was crazy. And it just shows the power of the mind. And um, I think, you know, here's an interesting one for you. So anyone that's listening that's curious about this, if you type into Google, and Nick's probably going to do this afterwards, you type into Google, um, was told never would walk again, but with positive mindsets and just put that in Google and just see how many examples come up. Dispenza. Say that again. Was it Joe Dispenza? Yeah, one of them. But there's absolutely loads of examples that come up of people that are told they're paralyzed or they're never gonna walk again after an accident. And with a positive mindset and that kind of child really because remember when you were a child and you would be told that you can't do something and you just go watch me really <laughs> bloody can come on <laughs> um, you know, and it's that isn't it it's that <laughs> that's what I think got to my mum um her mindset was absolutely shot and as much as I tried to reach her with things she just turned into an ostrich and she just didn't want to know anything and she just wanted to like get through each day so for those of you that don't know my story, um, my mum had terminal lung cancer 
she passed away five years ago, but when she was diagnosed and they said the word terminal to her in her head, that was like them passing her a death certificate. And I was like, mum, people have lived with terminal diseases for like 20 years. I said, it doesn't mean you're going anywhere. And she, she just wouldn't have any of it. And then we went to see a surgeon and he was very, very unhelpful, um, very intelligent, but had no filter whatsoever and just was like oh yeah so this is going to happen and this is where the cancer is and the cancer will um even if we did this operation which we can't because it's here um the cancer will grow and spread and it will kill you and I was like wow hang on a minute that's not what we needed you to say like you didn't all we asked is is an operation possible it could have been worded so differently it could have been like it's not possible but what we can do you know, is this and this and you can do this and there's hope for this. And instead of going, actually, you're just, you're just going to die. I, oh, she sobbed. She sobbed for like a whole week after seeing that man and I wanted to hunt him down and yeah, yeah. who in his shoes. I just, um, I was so angry with him. But for a consultant as well, you know, imagine all the people that he sees. Like he really needs some coaching on mindset. Yeah, bedside <laughs> manner, more like. But there's so many that are out there that are like that. Mm -hmm. And I think when you've been in the NHS and in in the system for a while, you stop, you don't stop listening because they do know, you know, they know the medication, they know what works and what doesn't. And I completely listen to that. But I won't be told that you're going to put me through something that's life changing. And it's a dead cert until, you know, not until the fat lady sings. Let's put it that way. Absolutely no way. Um, And I think there's an awful lot of acceptance out there because I know that they have to be brutally honest with you and give you the worst case scenario. But it really doesn't help your mindset at all. So, I I mean, I've got a couple of people that I know, both dealing with the same thing, both dealing with long COVID. One of them is open to wanting to get herself out of it, despite what she's been told in terms of, it's not it's never going to happen and you you have to stop doing everything the other is completely surrendering to it and going fine I'm going to stop everything and put my entire life on hold is that victim mentality do you think yeah it's very difficult though isn't it when you're told you can't do something it must be awful though because it's a you know it's real and these invisible illnesses like long covid and like chronic fatigue and you know people don't get it do they but it's so real and people struggle so so much so it must be really hard for people to like push themselves out of it it's almost i was talking to someone yesterday actually who's in one of my groups and she was saying like she knows what she needs to do but she's in that much pain with her fibro and all these different flare-ups that she's having that when she tries to walk or move it hurts so she can't so she doesn't and then the next time she needs to try and walk or move it hurts so she doesn't do, but what she needs to do, she knows, is to move through the pain barrier and keep doing it every day to build up her muscle again. Because mu- oh my god, how quickly does muscle deteriorate? It's, very, it's insane. Very. I remember me mum, like she was in bed for a good six weeks, and then she was on like a frame, and they had to teach her to walk again. And it was, I was like, wow, it's actually frightening. When um <laughs> when I got so ill with colitis. 
and I don't know how many people listening know how bad colitis can get, but it can get extremely bad to a point where I couldn't shower myself. For example, I was just too weak and I was getting breathless just putting one foot in front of the other. And oh. I was looking in the mirror and I could see my ribs showing and it was just frightening. The most frightening thing out of all of it was how quickly I deteriorated. And had I just been left, how my body would have just given up on me. It's absolutely unbelievable, really, how quickly these things happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously needed medication to help me. So, yeah. But what are your what are your top things that you practice every day with regards to your mindset? Because I know I've got a few things that are just like, I do it without thinking now. You know, if something happens, like my, because I've done so much work, and I don't mean that to sound wanky, but if anything negative pops up, my default is a positive now instead of the other way around where I used to, things, you know, like more shit used to stick to it and I'd go down the spiral and I'd be like, oh, and this and oh, and that. Whereas now I'm like, no, hang on, hang on. Is it really that bad? And can you do anything about it? And Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing that I do now is I get my goals right. So I know what I want. And once you know what you want, make it as big as you like, make it huge, um, but make sure that you stand in it, absolutely stand in the future of it. Never, ever kind of be distracted by <laughs> everything that's going around. She's trying to distract me. Sorry. But never, never kind of think, oh, no, I'm not going to get there. Don't have a second of doubt, but have a path and have a very doable path of things that you can do every single day to work towards that goal and take that one little step because you can't cross a massive ocean with by just standing and looking at it you have to take steps and it's having a plan isn't it um and i did that accountability session last week that was really good and i've got post-it notes all over my wall with all of the little steps that i need to take every day and because sometimes you can you can just sit there and think to yourself oh where do I start today and now I've got that to-do list and it's a forever moving to-do list and it's all over my wall so I know today what I've got to do and this is one of the things on my to-do list and what else have I got on there I've got um do some Etsy orders which because I've got a, a shop on Etsy as well so I've got three orders on there that I need to do um I need to go for a blood test so I need to prioritize my health today <sighs> I haven't gone for it. I've been putting it off and I need to do it. So straight to this call, I've got to go for the blood test. I'm going to make the time to do that. Um, and then I want to look at my five steps uh, in my coaching program that I'm doing as well. So there are things on there and I can just kind of tick off each day, just like little steps towards that huge, huge goal that I've got and, and visualizing that in my head. But um, on top of that, the really key thing is to keep the stress under control so lots of meditation and a nice stand in the future visualization meditation is always good can i just talk a minute about visualization because it's so it's so powerful and it's so important and it's so easy to do but just a little bit of like facts of the fluff so our brains are clever and stupid at the same time. So our minds don't know whether things are happening right now, have happened or are about to happen. And I've probably said this on one, one of the others, but it doesn't matter because I say it all the time. But it's massive because it really shows like whatever you think about your body reacts to. <clears throat> so when you were talking about 
healing your colon and everyone doing it like your body's like yeah it's getting better woo she's get, she's healing and because that's what is in your mind and there's another part of the mind called the RAS the reticular activation system and what this is it's like the reference library of your brain ah, get me and it's yeah, like yeah. whatever you think of it goes hang on a minute I've got something on that and it goes to the filing cabinet and it pulls out whatever it is you're thinking of and it's like here's another time when you were shit hang on I've got more and it'll go and find more so if you think that you're shit at something it will bring up every memory everything that was horrible every all the all the shitty things that have happened to you where things have gone wrong it'll look for that but if you if you think about something else or if you you know if you want to feel a certain way it will help you to do that it wants your mind to be proven right so whatever you're thinking of it'll be like how can I feel more comfortable? What would make me feel comfortable? Oh, pillows. Oh, I've got that nice blanket upstairs. Oh, remember when you bought those pillows that you haven't used that are in the cupboard? Oh, and those fluffy socks. Oh, and you've got that gorgeous bubble bath that's under the sink. It's looking for more positive things. It's like when you're buying a new car and then all of a sudden everywhere is that car because your brain's going, oh, that car, there's that car, there's that car, there's that car. But what we, how we think induces how we feel. So if we're thinking of good things, our bodies are producing all the happy hormones and the serotonin and the oxytocin sometimes and all that. But if we're thinking about the bad stuff, it's all the cortisol and the adrenaline and overproduction of cortisol shuts your cells down. They become sad. You know, when, our, when we're happy, our cells are like doing a little giddy dance and peeing glitter everywhere and dead happy. And when we're sad, our cells are sad. And if we're sad for too long, they're like, fuck this, I'm not playing anymore. I'm just not. And then they just like fold their arms and go, <laughs> And don't reproduce. And that's when we get sick. So it, it's so, so, so important if you can catch what you're thinking and just flip it on its arse. So like, how does this thing that I'm thinking make me feel? Oh, shit. Okay, well, how do you want to feel? Well, I want to feel happy. Well, what makes you happy? Well, this one time when, you know, when we were on holiday in Wales, we went for a walk and Mikey got stuck in the mud and blah, blah, blah. And it was death funny. And then, oh, do you remember this when that happens? And your brain will start giving you more happy memories. So you get to choose. You always have a choice. And it's remembering that. And it's just in that moment, like, how do I want to feel? And it's like every hour, what do I need? How do I feel? What do I need? Set yeah. an alarm on your phone. How do I feel? What do I need? And it's, it can be that simple. I think I think we can all get into a funk sometimes, can't we? I yeah. can definitely do that. I can definitely get into a funk. No, not yeah. you. Not I totally can. I do <laughs> quite often. I, I'm I'm a passionate person, and I'm like sometimes if something gets under my skin, oh, I get into a funk and I have to moan about it. Um, but once it's out, it's out. <laughs> so that's good. All good. It's all good. It's all good. But um, another another really good way of, of kind of helping yourself, particularly if you're someone that's in pain, so anyone with fibromyalgia, something like that, um, or you're just feeling something on that day, is to do a great little meditation where you're breathing in your favourite colour um, and it's filling that area and it's just feeling all lovely and it's dispersing that pain and then you're breathing out the worst colour in the world, which is all that pain and getting rid of it. And, you know, just taking 10 minutes to do something like that and some great breathing exercises and some nice colour visualisations. Um, that has been very, very useful for me. I've just done a post this morning about my, I'm, I'm sharing my journey at the moment because I'm launching the Feminine Energy Guide course again. 
And I want people to know where it came from and why I love it so much and why I love what I do so much. So I thought, right, you know what? I'm going to start from the beginning. So I think I'm on day three or four now, but I've just written yesterday about meditation. Or is it today? No, today. Just posted this morning about meditation and how it changed my life and how just 10 minutes of your day, honestly, if you do a guided meditation for 10 days, it reduces your stress levels by 25%. Wow. That's in fucking sane, isn't it? And that is crazy. All the built, like the majority, I think it's something like 80% of the billionaires and the millionaires in the world schedule time out for meditation yeah. and they attribute their success to meditation because, and I, honestly, I do because if I hadn't have meditated, I wouldn't have thought of all the ideas for the courses. I wouldn't have had ideas for content or retreats or I get proper downloads when I meditate and I'm a nicer person. I say to the kids sometimes, you're fucking lucky I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> they so are. <laughs> but do you know what? My my little one has trouble sleeping sometimes. And there's two things that help him to get to sleep. Number one is reading his book, right? So that's a recent one. But the one we've been using for the last year is a child's meditation just to help him relax. And there's a little bit of body scanning there, a bit of concentrating on your breathing, a bit of just cozying up to your favorite teddy bear and feeling all the warmth go through your body and all of those lovely things. And it's really helped him. It's so helped him. And I'm so proud that he's been receptive to it, really. So it's just cool. lovely. Um, you know, and I think, it, as, you, as you say, you've been talking about your journey. My journey's not that different, really, because yoga kind of saved me as well. But it was all the stuff around the yoga that really saved me. Um, and the breathing exercises, mindfulness. I mean, I remember my doctor saying, just next time you go out on the walk, just look up. Um, look, uh, yeah yeah notice things around you take that time and I was working at a breakneck pace at that point and I was like oh for god's sake when have I got actual time to do that are, are you having a laugh really you know but it works take that time out take some time for yourself find something that you like and it, it's great for your mind and to be able to hone your mind and the more you practice it the better you get it becomes a healthy habit. And I know that sounds really wanky, but 10 minutes of your day is less than 1% of your day. And if you can't give yourself 1% of your day, you really need to have a little wobble of your head. Absolutely. <laughs> yourself. Yeah. You need to change something. <laughs> and there's, there's an amazing app called Balance, um, and it's free for the first 12 months. And there's a guy on there called Afosu, and his voice is like chocolate velvet, and it's really, really lovely. Um, it's got like a warm, like gruffly undertone. It's just so nice. And you can pick what you want each day. So if you wake up and you're feeling a bit anxious, you can pick the anxiety meditation and it'll talk you through your anxiety. Or the other week I was poorly. Well, last week I was poorly and I did a poorly meditation. And there was just like so much on there, but that's just 10 minutes of, and if you can do it in the morning, like people go, I haven't got time for that. That's a load of shit everyone's got time for everything you know I've got clients who work full-time and are starting their own business and are a single parent and are all these things and they really want to achieve and do things and they are because they they want it you know and you can always make time for the things that you that I don't know 
benefit you. But I think if you don't know the benefit of it first, you'll think it's wonky and you won't do it. But honestly, I do it as soon as I wake up in the morning, I put a 20 minute meditation on. And I'm doing an amazing one at the moment. Joe Howarth um, from the Happiness uh, Club. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Um, she's a hypnotherapist, amazing lady. Go and check her out. And um, she recorded a success uh, script, hypno script. And I have that on every morning and it's lovely. And this morning it was so different. So, yeah. so different. It's been the same for the last month. And then it, I was in a different place today and I felt bigger and freer and oh. So, and it was, so Nick, you're going to get serious envy when I tell you this now. But because I've been uh, just talking to a couple of people in corporate, um, Joe's given me access to her happiness club at the minute. Oh, amazing. And it is absolutely phenomenal. Look it up. Um, it's really good. It's an app and it's got loads of meditations on there and exercises. There's lots of video workshops. There's so much support for anybody that's feeling really stressed um and needs a little bit of time out it's great it's a really good membership to have offer at the moment and i know today it's the 20th of november 2023 but this week if you're listening to this podcast this week the happiness club's on offer i think um so, yeah i'm sure she's done it at half price or something for black friday but um yeah just to go and have a look at it because she's just magic I was amazed how much there is on it, to be honest. Um, it was really good. And they do live meditations and all sorts as well, which is great. Just which you can do live or watch back. But um, they've got a huge library uh, on there and you can just pick and choose what, what you need that day, uh, which is great. So to finish off then, what's your number one top tip for mindfulness? Number, t- number one top tip uh, for mindset or mindfulness. Oh, my, we're talking about my, it's sort we're of the same mindset, thing. aren't we? Really, yeah. I think it's the same thing. Have I? I would say my number one top tip with my experience is know your own mind and be aware of external influences on your mindset and Ooh. manage that. Take control. Ooh, that's Take that big... control back. Yeah. That's got loads of layers to it, hasn't it? Because there'll be a lot of people who identify as people pleasers and people who've got no boundaries or can't say no. And we are going to talk about all these things over the next couple of weeks. So we will, yeah. But particularly with my background of chronic illness, I think it's you know, you walk into a hospital appointment and it can be very, very tough, as you know, Nick. Um, and I think sometimes you've just got to choose the bits that you take and not all of it and because you've got to you've got to self-preserve that's my top tip self-preserve take control and self-preserve what's yours I think mind know that you've got a choice about how you want to feel so if you're sitting in it and it's okay to sit in it because sometimes we've got to feel it out so that shitty feeling or being angry or upset or whatever it is like allow yourself to have that and and cry and be angry and you know we've been told for so long or it depends what generation you're from, but be a good girl, you know, so we don't want to upset anyone by showing our emotions or being angry or, you know, fucking fuming about something. Cause that's not, that's not what good girls do. Fuck that. Like let it out, beat the shit out of a pillow, go for a drive in your car and scream your face off. These are real things that really, really help. So know that you've got a choice about how you feel, give yourself permission to feel it out. And like gratitude's my absolute go-to. So what are you grateful for? 
doesn't matter how shit you feel, if you can look around and look at what you're grateful for. And I, I always use this example because I can see it on my window ledge from where I'm sitting. But I've grown these apple, um, it's like a baby apple tree from pips from an apple. And they're wow. getting now and they've got loads of leaves on and they're dead happy. Um, so yeah, that's in a little pot. And every day I'm like, oh, I did that. Like created life. I mean, I've got two kids. I've got one free. I've got actually got three kids, but um, meaning he's my stepson. It doesn't what? need big stuff. Though, does it? Like people think you've got to be grateful for all the big things, but it could just be like, I'm happy that I've grown them. I'm happy that in the mountain of washing that's on the floor upstairs, I found clean knickers this morning. You know, I'm grateful for my Ugg boots that I don't need to wear socks in because they don't make my feet sweaty. It's like, it's loads of things. <laughs> nice, I like I'm that. Thank you, and I'm grateful for this podcast so that we Absolutely can... Absolutely grateful for this podcast. Grateful for the little blanket that I've got on my lap keeping me warm in the coldest room in the house. Oh. I know. <laughs> it's cold now, isn't it? It's November. And yeah. I'm grateful that I now get to go and take my dog for a walk, look up at the sky and just be really out in the sunshine because it's a lovely sunny day here. Yeah. So completely grateful. So we'll wrap that up there. But if there's anything that you want Narissa or me or both of us really to talk about, please let us know. We are going to be looking for guests to come on here very, very soon. So if you do want to be a guest on the podcast, please let us know. It'll be next year sometime. but we're um, looking to create a waiting list and just be kind to yourselves oh and subscribe if you haven't already subscribed absolutely yes subscribe look us up on insta as well we haven't put a lot out there at the moment so um we are going to be looking at expanding that but uh keep calm pee glitter on insta um or look us up separately on facebook and insta so um obviously i'm under the calm sales coach or narissa me narissa healed who am i i'm just nikki kinsella the fag. <laughs> yeah, it's Nikki Kinsella. There's an, there's an account on there that's Nikki Kinsella 80, which I got hacked last year. So don't click that one. It's just. Oh. I know. I don't understand why people do that. No, it's weird, isn't it? Anyway, we'll, we'll keep rambling, won't we? So we will. Yes. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. See you soon. See you soon.